You're listening to The Journey Podcast. We might sing in the shower or in the car, but have you added singing to your holistic healing toolbox? Find out more in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end, this is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. I am really excited to introduce Maggie Helen to you. Singing, chanting, and toning, that is using your voice for healing, has been in use for millennia. Many ancient civilizations understood and applied the healing power of sound. Maggie is a vocal coach with a passion for helping singers gain confidence so they can share their musical story with the people around them. Whether you want to learn to put more emotion into your song, learn to sing higher, or dare to improvise, Every week, Maggie works together with her clients to overcome their unique musical challenges. Maggie's own musical journey started at the Kunsthumaniora Brussels, continued at the San Francisco Academy of Art, and finished at the Academy of Contemporary Music in Guilford, England. Her passion for the voice, singing, and harmony grew more and more, and she wanted to share this joy with everyone around her. Whether you like to sing together or learn more about your use of voice, the possibilities are endless. And that's how Maggie's Melody was born. A place where everyone can sing to their heart's content, learn to sing, sing together in community, and utilize the healing power of their own voice. Private singing lessons are not equally accessible to everyone and combining weekly singing lessons with a busy lifestyle can quickly become a reason to let your passion take the back seat. To help bring singing to everyone, Maggie has created online singing programs where you can discover the capabilities of your voice at home at your own pace. Here is my interview with Maggie Helen. Hi, Maggie. It's so great to have you on the podcast. I've been looking forward to getting to chat with you because we have not talked about singing and holistic healing on the podcast before. So a big warm welcome to you. Thank you. That's so nice of you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, absolutely. So can you share a little bit about yourself and how you got into this work? Oh, yes. Well, it's a long story, but I'll keep it short. I've always <laughs> been singing. It's always been my passion. And lots of people tell you when you're a kid, like you're never gonna be able to have a job from this passion. And luckily, I made it my job. <laughs> and yeah, it started out in choirs. And then I started teaching one on one just so I could pay my rent. And I just fell in love to teaching singing and 
And that's how I ended up here now doing the online courses and the coaching programs. And especially seeing that singing is much more than just singing. The person doing the singing is a whole other world that we can experience. So that's kind of how I got there in a short version. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think singing makes people happy because they like singing or listening to music, but there actually are some very specific benefits to singing, right? Yeah, exactly. So it is actually proven that when you're singing, there is this hormone that gets released. I'm not sure of the name, but it's the same, like the happy hormone. I think it's endorphins. Mm -hmm. It's the same hormone that gets released when you're doing sports or when you get a hug. And so that's what I realized when people would come to me and we would have like a singing lessons, they would come in maybe stressed out from the day that they had. But after an hour, they walked out of this room with a big smile on their face. And that's why I do what I do. And so I started looking into it and I realized that there has actually been some research done about this topic. And uh, yeah, that's one of the benefits, that happy hormone. It also, that nerve, what is it called? Nervous, vagus nerve. It mm -hmm. activates the vagus nerve as well, which helps you to get more relaxed and less stress and all of those things. So there's so many benefits to singing. Oh, also when singing, you're telling a story. So some people come to me and it's more like a therapeutic way to to handle emotions. Some of them have emotions that they have never been able to, yeah, to express maybe. So if they feel anger, they can put that into a song and then they feel more relieved afterwards. So mm -hmm. there's so many benefits to singing, definitely. Wow, that's really great. I mean, I like to sing in the car, <laughs> but yeah. that's about it. That so <laughs> can anybody learn to sing or do you have to be really good at it? That is a great question. I get that question all the time. Yes, everyone can learn to sing if they're not tone deaf. So if someone is tone deaf when they can't hear the difference between two notes. For example, this one, uh, and then this one, uh. If you can't hear that one of the two notes is higher than the other one. So actually, I'm curious, Petra, do, do you hear the difference? Yes, okay. I did hear the difference. <laughs> so, okay, that, that's good. <laughs> that yeah. means I'm not tone deaf. So. Exactly. And there's only like three or 4% of the whole population here on earth that is actually tone deaf. When you're tone deaf, then it's hard to learn to sing because you can't hear what you're singing. But everyone can train their voices. I even worked with a choir of people that had voice injuries and, sorry, surgeries, and they had their voice box removed. So they didn't have any vocal cords. They actually had, yeah, it's a different system that they could produce sound with. Even these people sing, even if, even when they don't have any vocal cords. So I think that's just amazing. And then a lot of people ask me, yeah, but how, how can you learn to sing? And mm -hmm possible that everyone can learn to sing. And my answer here, it's just muscle memory. It's just mm -hmm. riding a bike, for example. Yeah. You have to learn how to hold the steering wheel. You have to learn how to pedal and, and hold your balance on the bike. The same thing has like is with your voice. It's just muscle memory. You have to train your vocal muscles in a certain way in order to have those certain pitches. And that's something you can build up and train. 
Wow, that's so that's great news for people who love to sing yes, because yes. they can actually use that to produce more happy hormones. Mm -hmm. And also for people who like to sing but don't know how, there definitely is a possibility that they can learn that and even use that for their mental health journey. Definitely. So how can people that love to sing but don't really know how to sing still enjoy the benefits of singing? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, first of all, If someone likes to sing and loves to sing, I think that's the first step, right? Just enjoying the process of singing. Then if that person is not enjoying the process because the singing might not be as good as they want it to be, then you can start and exploring the options of, for example, working with a vocal coach or finding some exercises to develop your voice. But the most important thing for me when I'm singing is focusing on the story, like what am I telling with this song? Or sometimes I'm not even even singing a song that exists and I'm just humming or singing my own song in the shower, talking about my day. Just the act of telling something, of, of storytelling, that is what I found, where I found the most joy. And I think that's also something that I teach my singers to focus on because it helps them focus on the story instead of the fears all the stress about what if i'm not good enough or oh my god this sounds awful all those thoughts that pop into our <laughs> <Yeah>. heads <laughs> if you're focusing on the story instead of those thoughts then then that's where you get to experience that true like joy and, and freedom when singing if that makes sense yeah that's great because it almost makes it feel like singing can be therapeutic in a way if you're processing maybe things that happen to you or things that you'd want to talk about but maybe you don't have anybody to talk about them with mm -hmm. singing could be a way that you are weaving all that into a story and you're singing it out loud so do you find that singing can have a bit of a therapeutic effect for people as well a hundred percent and somewhere it's logic because if you're like angry Or if you are frustrated about something, some people love to scream into a pillow <laughs> or just scream it all out. And that is our way as human beings of processing some emotions. Same when you're happy, like you're laughing. That's the sound you make when you're happy or when you're sad and you're crying, your voice sounds really different than when you're happy, for example. So as human beings, we're always, always expressing ourselves through our voice. And what the beauty is, is that you can actually channel all of that into the singing. So for example, when I'm angry, I might go and play a song where I can release all of that anger instead of starting to yell at someone <laughs> like my partner mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with the situation. You, you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. that, that makes sense. And that's actually a great way to deal with emotions. Yeah. That we're maybe not sure where we need to place them, mm -hmm. put them into a song. That's great. Yeah. I actually worked with someone. He was in a depression and singing for him was a way to, first of all, find himself again, like who he is as a person. Because mm -hmm. his, I'm not going to tell his whole story, but one of the difficult things for him was that there has been so many years that he was always doing things for other people. Mm -hmm. And finding the joy in singing and, and following these one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions together, that was his way of, of 
finding something to do for him. And he told me, he said, I've been to psychiatrists and all those people trying to help me by talking it out. But actually the singing made the very big difference. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, I'm so honored that I get to be a part of this. And that's really the power that that singing has. Mm -hmm. That's a very, very powerful way to heal. And, and it does sound like it can be used as a healing tool as well. Mm -hmm. Even physically. Yeah. I also mm -hmm. had another, another person, she had this disease. I don't remember the exact name, but I know it's a disease that when you feel stressed, you feel pain in some of your, like your hands and your toes. Mm -hmm. And she started to sing because it relaxes her. And so she would feel less pain. And again, I, I feel like it's such an honor to be part of that process that you can give someone less pain without any medicine. I think that's just amazing. Wow. Yes, that is. Because chronic pain definitely can play an important part in mental health mm -hmm. and in being happy. Because if you're in constant pain, obviously that impacts how you feel every day. Yeah. So singing could be a very powerful way to help with that as well. Mm-hmm. Now, you've worked with choirs, as you've mentioned, and you've worked with people one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And do you have some examples? We talked about two of your clients, one that had the depressive symptoms and one that had chronic pain. Do you have other examples of people that sing and experience benefit in their daily lives? Oh, yes, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you have those two. I think another one that pops to mind right now is someone who thought she was tone deaf, right? So she thought that she, all of her life, people would tell her, you will never be able to learn to sing because you're tone deaf and you can't hear it and all that stuff. She's, we started working together and she realized that she's not tone deaf and all that. But the most beautiful part is that she felt very isolated from the world. She felt very lonely. I mean, she also lost her husband. So she's been in a difficult mm -hmm. place for years now. And since she started singing, she told me there's like a little part of herself that it's like a little flower that started to bloom. And now she's like a tree. <laughs> and she experienced that that loneliness that she felt was something that that was like her her comfort zone or her way of of dealing with the sadness that she experienced throughout her life. And singing for her was a way to open up to other people and mm -hmm. let other people into her life. And now she's wonderfully surrounded by beautiful friends and, and other singers and, and people that support her through all of that. So I think singing definitely also has like a social aspect to it. If yeah. you do it with others or alongside others and you share that passion, it opens doors to so many other possibilities and friendships and, and all of that jazz. Yeah, it sounds like singing helps build community that people can be part of and become part of through their singing. I mean, especially if we're talking about a choir, that is a group that meets frequently to sing together. So you can already see how the community aspect of singing works in that way. Yes, I have so many people in my choir who experience burnout. And just by coming to the choir rehearsal once a week, they tell me that I'm not saying that the choir rehearsal helped them out of their burnout, but it definitely played a part in it. Just because you're so focused on the music, you're focused on the singing and you forget whatever goes on for like an hour or maybe two hours, 
And it's such a breather for them. And there's actually has been scientific proof that when people are singing in sync in a choir, that their heart rhythm starts to go at the same rate. I think that's just beautiful. <laughs> and, wow, I didn't know yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either, but I heard that somewhere. So I might have to check what what the source was. But when I read that, I thought it was so beautiful. And I do see that in my choir because you create this this bond with other people and we're all in this same, oh, how can I say, in this same beautiful place of just happiness, even if it's just for an hour a day. And then, yeah, that community aspect and the friendship and then it's it's indescribable. I can't really put any words to it. <laughs> Well, there you go. We need to create some choirs so that people can experience that for themselves. Yeah. And I want to tell the listeners, if they like to sing, like you were telling me, I love to sing in the car, but you know, I don't know if I can do it. Like find a choir close to where you are. And like, for example, my choir is open to everyone. As long as you have a passion for singing, as long as you like to do it, you're welcome. You don't have to audition or anything. Just try it out. I have lots of people, like, I think 80% of the choir members tell me I can't sing, but we sound amazing just because <laughs> as a group, we are so strong as individuals. That's another story because all, every voice is unique in, in its own way, but as a group, it's just so powerful. And then being able to be part of that group gives you that feeling of belonging. And again, that happiness comes, comes there. Mm-hmm. And you talked briefly about that you like to focus on story when you're singing and, and what you're telling with your song. Mm -hmm. Is there any other things that people should focus on when they're singing? Oh, good question. I like to say, so I'm going back to the solo singing, right? With mm -hmm. the choir, I always try to have one focus that the whole group follows so that we as a group tell a story. But if you're singing by yourself, And you might be singing in front of other people. I always tell my singers to shine a light on your listener. When you shine your light on yourself, those little thoughts can pop into your head. Like, I'm scared I'm gonna hit the wrong note. Or, oh my God, I'm so stressed. My voice is not stable or it doesn't sound as well as I want it to. Or it's not perfect. All of those limited beliefs, you could say, pop up when you when you focus on you. So I like to tell them, shine the light on them. What are you like? It's like giving them a present and, mm -hmm. and they want to open it. And, and you have wrapped that present in the most beautiful gift paper. <laughs> and it's, and it's, and yeah, you're giving it as a present instead of focusing on all everything that might go wrong. So I think that is definitely a great thing. Also like Not only when you're singing, but you know, in daily life, you could also focus on things, giving to your environment, the people around you, give them little presents. And that might be a song that you're singing, or it might be a compliment that you're giving them, or it might even just be singing happy birthday <laughs> on their birthday. So the focusing on the giving part, I think is a very important one too. Mm -hmm. And then another one that pops into my head is breathing. There's a like a huge a huge part of singing is breathing. So we use the um, the breathing the same breathing that is used in yoga, for example. Mm -hmm. 
or the breath like the belly breathing, the breath that babies use when they first get are born. And that's also a very important aspect. When you focus on that, your mind calms down and we get relaxed and all of those things are, are very important as well. Great. Thank you so much for going over all that. And I'm kind of wondering now, if someone wanted to start to learn to sing, mm -hmm. what would be their best first step to get into that? I mean, say they've been secretly singing in the shower or in the car, but uh -huh. they'd like to make it a bit more official and they'd actually like to learn. What should they do? Okay, that's a great question. Well, so lots of singers would go on YouTube and type in how to learn to sing, right? But I wouldn't actually recommend that because on YouTube, you have so many vocal coaches telling you what to do. And all the vocal coaches might have a different kind of approach to singing. And that's something that I struggled with when I was doing my bachelor's in singing. I had lessons of different vocal coaches and they were telling me all different stuff like, One coach would say to keep my larynx high when the other would say, no, keep your larynx low. And then you're starting to think, okay, what should I do? And so when you're going on YouTube and you're finding all of those singing tips from all these different coaches, the same might start to happen that one coach says A and then the other coach contradicts that with B. So mm -hmm. my, my advice here would be to choose one person one coach that you feel comfortable with, and then just follow whatever steps he or she gives you. And that could be through an online course, or that could be through one-on-one -on -one vocal coaching sessions, or that could be through a choir. I'm sure some choirs also have singing techniques. So yeah, I think choosing your one person is an important one here. Okay. Great. That sounds like great advice that people can use if they're wanting to start off singing. And you offer classes as well? Like, Do you take one-on-one -on -one clients as well? Well, actually I don't <laughs> because, well, maybe I might in the future again. It's just that now my I'm fully booked and I want to be the best version of myself so that I can give the best coaching sessions with my one-on-one -on -one clients. But I do have online courses that everyone can can check out. Now, the only downside is that momentarily they're all in Dutch But I'm in the process of translating them to English. And once they are available, then everyone can just go through those. And the like the most like the course I'm working on now just gives you that step by step by step by step action plan on how to start learning to sing. Like we start with the very basics and then go from there. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. And we'll definitely be staying tuned to see when your translations come out. But anyone who speaks Dutch can already go ahead and line up with Maggie's courses and you can start to learn to sing. Yay! So, thank you so much for taking us into the world of singing today. I think this would be such a great addition to anyone's holistic healing journey, especially if they like music and they like singing. And we will be linking to Maggie's offerings in the show notes as well. So you can connect with her on social media and you can connect with her in Dutch already. And her English versions will be coming out soon as well. Well, this has been another incredible episode. And I hope our listeners have enjoyed our chat as much as I have. It has been fantastic chatting with you on the podcast, Maggie. Thank you so much. I want to thank you as well, Petra. The work that you're doing 
it's it it's so meaningful and thank you for doing that and thank you for inviting me here on the show it it was a uh, it was great <laughs> thank you Aw, thank you for saying that. I'm so glad and I really hope that you and our listeners find value when we put out these episodes because it would be great to have people line up with these techniques and find some healing and find joy. That that would be fantastic. Exactly. Um, yeah. Not everyone loves to sing, but I'm sure your podcast gives everyone a taste of something. And I hope everyone finds something in what you have to offer. So beautiful. Yes, yes, that's it exactly. So thank you so much for your time and coming on today. And take care, Maggie. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Journey blog.